going? 15 to 1. That's what? a good show. Is it, was it? No. <laughs> get, get 16 or 15 friends together. Yeah. And then just eliminate, you know, nine, whatever percentage it is of all of them that isn't one. Oh, right. Wasn't it an Australia? It was an Australian thing, I think. I don't remember this at all. Then it went to Sandy Toxvig. Right. Because she became the BBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Slowly but surely. Yeah, yeah. Just slowly became. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just a weird game. It's like the weakest link. It's like a pub quiz, but just everyone take your turn. Right. And then it's like, you pub quiz, and now to the next person, pub quiz. And then I say you pub quiz. Yeah. It's a weird judgment of pass the parcel mixed with... So it's just asking questions. Yeah, but like, you have to, I don't know, nominate other people. Yeah. And then I think 15 to 1 was like there was some weird graph that was constantly growing (laughs) or something like that. Yeah, I've never been a big game show person or a big trivia person or a big person. Well, a big person, but not really a person. No, no. Like 20%. I like the ones that put some drama into it. Like, when I, when I, uh, back in the day when it was on, I used to, like, who wants to be a millionaire? Because the drama. Because, like, oh, you had to phone someone. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> he just doesn't like phoning people. Yeah. Hello, is that David? Hi, David. We've got your friend Ben here. He's about God to win £34,000. If you can answer him this question. Thanks for right. telling me how much my mate's got. <laughs> yeah. now, you know, I can just borrow that much yeah. as soon as you win. <laughs> Don't tell my family how much money I've got. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and then someone coughed, and then all this yeah, all and then crumbled. everyone went mental. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that person's got allergies. Yeah, they must be cheating. But at least it was a million quid. I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, it was, yeah, it had to be a million quid, kind of by definition. But like, you got a lot of other ones that are like for five hundred pounds. You're like, yeah, just go on the big one. Just go yeah. on the who. Just know everything and go on that show. Yeah, don't do the tiddlywink. There's one. like there's loads of YouTube videos of like the 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 million pound question that people got right and like massive celebrations and stuff. Mm. And it's like a really smarmy one from America where he uses his phone a friend. On the million dollar yeah, question to, like, tell to tell his dad that he's just won a million quid or whatever, because I know the answer to this question or whatever. <laughs> I like the ones where they fail at the first question yeah. because they're always so certain that they're right. Yeah. It's brilliant. And what was it? it was that like one of them was like, which one of these is the largest? You know, a mouse, yeah. the, moon, the moon, an elephant, yeah. or a giraffe, well, elephant. And yeah, I think an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> and then they always reiterate, so, so you're sure. That and they can't pick up on the tone. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I'm sure. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, got this guy's like, really? He's like, yeah. Just take a moment, just to second guess yourself, and be like, hang on, let me yeah. let me double check. He's yeah. trying to help me out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're sure that that a uh, yeah, I'm sure an elephant is bigger than a mouse. Yeah, yeah, with you so far, yeah, yeah, with yeah. you so far, it's bigger than a giraffe. Well, it, it's uh, it it it, it weighs more yeah. than a giraffe. Is it bigger than the moon? <laughs> definitely bigger than a Jaffa cake and that's apparently different phases of the moon yeah, so yeah. I think I know what's going yeah. on <laughs> then wasn't there um, they, had, they also had a thing about it was a celebrity one where was it Steve, some celebrity couple I think it was like Stephen Mangan and somebody or somebody yeah um, gave an answer that was technically correct but still wrong oh. so they were like oh well it's for charity and you've kind of cheated the charity out of money because <laughs> it makes sense so they had like well we'll just you can retake the question tomorrow. Okay. What? So they retook the question. They're like, no, we'll just, we'll stay. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, I think it was one of those where it's like, well, yeah, there's technically two answers if you look at it a certain way or whatever. Yeah. 
But now game shows have become more... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, yeah, game shows have become more... Um, I don't know, more budgeted, I guess. There's yeah. so many game they shows now. They went really big for a while. Well, there's so many now that you walk away with nothing. Yeah. Like, so many. Like, um, what, the chase? Yeah. Is that you've got four people trying to get something. Yeah. And then they have to work to... They don't even have to work together. They just kind of band together, like, please, let's win. Yeah. And then someone else just goes, no. Yeah. And then it's kind of... Yeah, I like Countdown. Countdown's really British because you work really, really hard for an hour for a teapot. Yeah. Like, there's no grandeur in that. And I bet everyone's really proud of this teapot. No, I've got a teapot. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) There's been weird people going on Countdown as well, I think. Random, like, very random people. Because it is just, like, anagrams. Yeah. Addition, I guess. Yeah. So it's not... But it's not just, like, question, answer, question, answer. It's, It's like, you have... There's some mental... There's a lot of mental arithmetic to it. Yeah, it was kind of like playing weird. It's like playing Pictionary, but with people who've never seen film. <laughs> so it's just like Pictionary about daytime TV. Yeah. Like, oh, is it Midsummer Night's Murders? Yeah, Midsummer Night's Murders. Midsummer Murders. Murders. Not Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah. <laughs> but if, for me, it was full of murder. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it was a, it was an orgy one. That one wasn't it. Big uh, orgy in the woods. Yeah, there was a there was something about that in there. Never understood mm. Shakespeare. I don't get. I'd, I had this big rant when I was younger that was just like I don't understand what's so great about him and the amount of people that give you shit for that is yeah. unreal. People fucking it's like love people who Shakespeare. Say they don't like David Bowie. Yeah. People are like, oh, you don't understand. It's like, well, no, I just don't like him. Yeah. It's like, well, it's like it's like the Beatles. It's like, yeah, I understand what the Beatles did. It doesn't mean I enjoy listening to them. Yeah. Or, like, I'm wrong if I don't enjoy listening to them. It's just... Yeah. I, I, I understand what Genghis Khan was on about. That doesn't mean I liked his second album. No. It's just... <laughs> I get it, but it's not really clinging to me very much. No. Long. Yeah, but it, it's... Yeah, it was a pretentious thing. I think that's just parents who have, were beaten to be told that Shakespeare's the best. Yeah. So they just kind of have this weird domestic abuse understanding of... Shakespeare. So then they have to tell their kids that uh, it's yeah Shakespeare's great. And then you're a kid, and you're kind of like, okay, my my mum says Shakespeare's great. Yeah. So therefore, it's great. I don't know. The older people, I were always fine with it. Um, well, I guess they've just maybe just got they had a little more scope because this is when I was like a student. Mm. The people that give me a hard time were like other students that were doing mm. like English courses and stuff like that. So it's like, oh, so every, every, the kind of person where every week their favorite book changes because it's whatever they're studying that week. Yeah. And they have to show how amazing they are at their subject. Yeah. They it's really like, like apples and hanging around in Boston bars, basically. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. That kind of yeah, person. That's exactly it. Yeah. In the curriculum. Yeah. 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 And then, yeah, there's definitely a pretentiousness when it comes to, <laughs> I was just going to say books. But I don't know whether that's true. But like <laughs> pretentious, and when it comes to like the arts, especially at student kind of level, yeah. So this, I mean, there was a guy who was like made it a thing, made it his thing to not wear shoes everywhere. I've been doing it my whole life, but he was like, he was his was like a statement. Yeah, he kept on like, bringing it up, and then he. Oh yeah, I remember. Kept, yeah, it was well, like his second degree or something like wasn't that. Wasn't there was someone that carried a mattress everywhere with her? Yeah, yeah, just yeah, because that's. They're unique in that kind of. I don't know. Yeah, I can't. I can't even relate on any level. Anymore. No, it's just like. No. Okay, you you do that. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just chill here for a bit. Yeah, I'll see yeah. you later. 
But they were very cool people. Mm. Well, they probably got laid. Oh, so much. In their own way. Yeah. To their own group that they were aiming towards. Yeah. You yeah. Know, like everyone's, everyone waves their flags, you know? Like I used to, because we didn't, it wasn't really a rock and roll uni. So there was, I was always looking for other metalheads at university. So yeah. I'd kind of get the patches for my sh- work shirts and be like, if anyone recognizes any of these bands, yeah. say hey and we'll go clubbing. <laughs> and uh, yeah, probably connected with, I connected with some people that way. And I guess that's the same thing. Like people just wear a mattress. And they're like, well, if anyone <laughs> likes mattresses. Anyone else likes sleeping? Anybody like unwashed feet? Yeah. Come my way. We'll do, yeah. Do that kind of stuff. So yeah, everyone waves their flag. I guess yeah. it's just their flag that they're waving, maybe. Well, it's it's another thing of like of of beliefs of people being offended because you don't feel the same way as them about something. It's like you don't have to be offended about it. Mm. Like it's just we're just we're just not the same. You and I. You don't have shoes oh, well, on. You're better than me. No, uh, no. Well, I've got shoes. Oh, so why have you chosen to be different to me? You're obviously implying that I'm wrong. Because <laughs> if I was right, you would choose to be more like me. So therefore. You're trying to be more... You're telling me I'm wrong and that you hate everything. Okay, but you're trying to be different to everyone else in the world. I'm just being me. So you're... I'm being an individual. You're an 18-year-old kid who thinks that uh, you're... I'm 18 and a half. Who <laughs> <laughs> thinks that you're right over everybody else in the world. These people don't wear shoes because they can't afford shoes. I'm not trying to be anybody else You don't me. do it because you're a prick. Um, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Not you. <laughs> I'm not trying to do anything else but be me and trying to get people to encompass their own individualities. Yeah. And you, you can't do that. Or whatever it is. I don't know. <laughs> that's the kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, there's this whole weird thing about disagreements. I had a few disagreements recently. And it's so weird. Like, I mean, obviously, we've been down loads of these paths before where it is, if you disagree, it's fine. Mm. But so many people take it so in. Very personally. personally. Yeah. And it's just like, I just disagree with you. You want to disagree with me. Yeah. And we are disagreeing. Yeah. You should be happy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, you're disagreeing. You should be agreeing with me disagreeing with you. It's like, what's going on? It's going I, th- I think there's just a culture of just enforcing other people's views. So, like, you, you it's, it's so rare for people now to mix amongst a group of people who don't hold the same views as them that when they co- are confronted by that, Rather than having a, a having a, a a want to discuss it, they'll either need to yell about it or they'll walk away because they it's, mm. it's just they're, they're just they're not used to handling they 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 see it as a conflict and it's not a conflict it's just it's just a disagreement. Well, it's just I think people have, have lost the the connection between an idea and like research into that idea. Like yeah. it's, it's it's enough information to have the idea. I think is the current belief. Yeah, which is like you know, um, take any example. The idea is that men and women should be should receive the same amount of money in their lifetime. Yeah, that's an idea, and that's an idea that makes sense. Yeah, but then you go, okay, well then let's try and research into how to make that practical. Mm. And then there comes all these challenges, and they go, no, 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 that doesn't matter because the idea is everything needs to be equal. Yeah, you go. I understand. We understand the we understand the idea, but now let's try and sort the idea. Mm. It's just yeah, people never get out of the planning stage. No, and then as soon as it comes in, then that that starts that whole disagreement thing of are you saying my idea is wrong? It's like oh, I'm saying it's more complicated than that. Let's try and work it out. But people just were focusing on the idea. Mm. Yeah, so you've got this whole idea of marriage, (laughs) right? Which I you never you never gave me advance warning of this, but I've got to buy shoes 
brown shoes. Pretty sure I told people weeks ago. I don't listen. What? No, you didn't. <laughs> you probably didn't. Maybe you did. But what? So you have to buy? You have to brown shoes? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why, but this has become a problem for me <laughs> because I I bought my shoes from Amazon. Right. And then they're the only pair of shoes I have. Yeah. And they work, and they mean I don't have to buy socks. <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> Because they're sockless trainers. Yeah. I've never been a shoe person. You don't even put them on properly. Uh, they're kind of, I've made them into flip-flops. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, yeah, well, it's just, you know, because they're, 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 they're durable. So yeah. you just half flip-flop them, take them off. I'm barefoot most of the time anyway. Yeah. But yeah, like, shoes. Are you a shoe? You seem, you seem like the kind of guy who's got shoes. No, like, I've, I've, I've got maybe five or six pairs of, like, just footwear in general. Footwear? Like, what's flippers? <laughs> no, everything <laughs> from, like, fucking flip-flops to converse to trainers to shoes. Like, I don't have an converse extensive collection. Well, different I don't, I differentiate them, but, like, I don't know. Do you have any uh, Lacoste? No, I, I just think shoes. I just think when you say trainers, people don't think of Converse. They think of mm. like, like running shoes, like that kind of shit. Never, never like run yours, in a Converse. Yours, yours, yours. I would think of when I thought of trainers. Knackered trainers, it's still trainers. Uh, you know, economically <laughs> sustainable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, like, they're, like, they're the two years old. They're the only shoes I've worn, and they're still they're eighty percent intact. Yeah. And that's more than you need. Yeah. So long as it's more than 50% reliable, yeah. I'm game. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, so I found some black shoes, but then, mm. yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know, I've never... I, or recently, all my clothes shopping has gone to this mountain warehouse because I like yeah. to know that any clothing I'm wearing will function on top of a mountain. <laughs> or in a warehouse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or <laughs> a combination of the two. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've just always bought like, yeah, just the same place and never haven't done style stuff for a very long time. No. So now I don't. No, like, I don't wear shoe shoes often at all. I wear those. But as you often. will on your wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> do people notice? Sho- I get. Well, I get. Yeah, people do notice shoes. I get. I don't. But there must be people who do. The trouble is, is that they probably wouldn't if everyone was wearing like different shoes. But if everyone else is wearing brown and you're wearing black, then it will be noticeable. Well, I seem to remember you giving me permission to wear stilts. Maybe. Yeah. And I don't. But you got to think... put shoes on the end of them. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> do you? <laughs> I was going to go around with, like, t- t- T-Rex feet. <laughs> oh, good, good day. Here's your drink. Yeah. Go sit down. Yeah. Raw. I don't know. <laughs> I'm the best man's speech. Oh, physical comedy. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that part where he smashed up the place. Yeah. Because <laughs> he yeah. tried to sit down. And ate the bridesmaid. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just he gets to get really paranoid because people stopped moving every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you go? Fucking T-Rex room. Summoned out of the room with a flare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lured onto a boat. That was the weirdest best man speech I've ever seen in my life. 
Uh, but yeah, I've got to go try and find shoot. Well, I'm, obviously, what I'm just going to do is just go to the place that the suits were from, which I vaguely remember where it is. Yeah, and just buy their shoes. Yeah, yeah. Like, Give they, me shoes. They've got they, well, the thing, like ask ask for the 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 cheap pair. Ask for the thirty five quid pair because they've got all the other shoes that they've got are like two three hundred quid. Mm. So just just ask for the cheap ones. Yeah, Steve said thirty five quid. Give yeah. me some shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. Yeah. But yeah, suits, and they, they picked them up and hung them up somewhere. Yeah, yeah they're all downstairs. Um, mine was fine. I think I, I, I think my dad's trousers were a bit small or something like that, so they've had to let those out. So, like, yeah, just try it on before you leave. This has got into personal conversation now. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, no, I just wanted to, you know, because the thing is that it's, you're apparently, uh, well, technically yeah. getting married in, like, five days. Something like that. Uh, yeah, Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. And today's yeah. like Tuesday, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so just... And there's a rehearsal. There is it's so much night. for me to do on your wedding. <laughs> oh, so I'm much so, so far sorry. Is get some shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Massive inconvenience. You read your speech yet? No. No. I know what I want to say, but I just want to know how offensive to be. So, I'll say, <laughs> bring stuff back. Uh, family and friends. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a thing. It's, like, it's not a thing. Yeah, it's I'll like... take the brunt, won't I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'll be angry at me. They won't be angry at you. Oh, like, oh yeah. <laughs> be fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather you didn't upset people. What, everyone? <laughs> Don't upset no, 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 anyone. No. no, you can upset... Three people. Yeah. All right. I'll give you a quote. I'll get a kill list. <laughs> Yeah. Not that it's going to be that bad. It's just going no, to probably no. just be like, oh, I first met Steve. Yeah. Um, university. And now look at him now. All <laughs> now, grown now. small. <laughs> I don't know. Awkward and small. <laughs> <laughs> look how awkward and small Steve is. That's <laughs> a joke. <laughs> Laugh. <laughs> don't stop moving. Where did you go? Leave the flares. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, just turn it into some roast of some kind. I think that yeah. could be quite funny. But a roast that only I find funny. <laughs> <laughs> just do really weird, absurd jokes that nobody gets, but I find great. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's got an accountant like a fish. <laughs> <laughs> is this the best man speech or is this just... Uh... Uh... This this just Nick. This, this is, is just, he awake? This is just that man's speech. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, just, he just wanted to talk for a bit. Didn't know why. Um, yeah. So yeah, this that whole thing's happening. But yeah, it's a rehearsal dinner, a rehearsal thing. Yeah, it's re- it's just a blocking. It's just of blocking. The yeah, yeah, they just take you through what you're going to do. Here's Don't what you do. Don't walk up here. the aisle. Walk down it. <laughs> walk down. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Line up in a certain order. Yeah. In the thing, um, and then you'll just get married, I guess. All right, yeah. that's it. Did you yeah. have to get a license? Um, we had to get wedding bands, and apparent like we, this the, goes back the to the ring or the ba- the no, musical ba- band B A N S bands, and that's this goes back to the objection thing. So that's a certificate <laughs> that says that <laughs> no one could object. That, well, it's it says that um, your proposal, like such and such, will marry such and such on this date was read out in three different churches three times, and nobody objected. What? Yeah. 
They, it has to be read out before the wedding. They'll, you'll still be asked in at the wedding. In three different churches. Yeah, in the in the parish. All all it's been read out at all the churches in the parish. <laughs> Without you being there. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. So yeah, that's like that's like you telling your mum you're going to get married. <laughs> yeah. And then your mum talking to her coffee morning people. Yeah. Be like, do you guys object? Yeah. No. All right then. Exactly. I'll ask somebody else at the tennis club. Do you guys object? Yeah. No. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's a weird technicality. It's it's odd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know what you do in the eventuality that someone objects. And it's like, well, what if I don't know them? Yeah. Like, just some prick. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck these guys. <laughs> in the eyes of God. <laughs> yeah, so that means you'd have to make enough friends in order to get married in the church. You couldn't make it... If you had too many enemies in the church, yeah. they would ban you from God. <laughs> no God for you. <laughs> you can't do it in front of God. Yeah. I mean, he's everywhere, but you can't do it in front of yeah, him. Yeah, you can get married behind the church. Not in his house. Yeah. Not in his summer, <laughs> so, summer Stoke house. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, your rehearsals. I think I, I was a page boy once. Yeah. I'm not going to be a page boy for this wedding. No, no, no. Uh, but well, the suit won't fit anymore. But there's, uh, yeah, there's, like blocking of like, this is where you, you throw the, the cactus. Probably. <laughs> not all yeah. black, though. All black. <laughs> Yeah. 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 But yeah, you throw cactus or whatever in the in the aisles to yeah. celebrate the, sure. the, the, the 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 water of life. <laughs> <laughs> the ayahuasca of life or the whatever it is of life. Yeah. So yeah, it's just a like half hour thing of Yeah. Just do they just walk you through it? it who says take... I do? Well, they probably do. Yeah. Nobody else say it because then it'll be a jinx and you never want to start a marriage on a jinx. No. 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 Literally takes like 20 minutes. Yeah. And then we were just going to go for a drink after. <laughs> Rehearsal drink. Yeah. This is how I think. This is how I think it should be. Yeah. Fair enough. So yeah, that's your life yeah. e- ending. But you know, it's, it's going. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it's going. So yeah, fair play. Um, anyway, in the news, we move on to the real world. Uh, I'm not going to read this one. This I just found this one just before we started, and yeah. it was about babies are dying after the mums have been given Viagra. What? And you kind of go, well, just don't do that then. Yeah, what? They're doing it to help develop the placenta. Oh, as long as the placenta's fine. Yeah. Well, <laughs> now it's... The baby's dead, but the placenta's <laughs> top-notch. It appears that the drug which promotes blood flow, as you would expect... May have caused lethal damage to lungs. That is a very okay. upright placenta. <laughs> yeah, with very broken, shattered lungs. Um, they say there's no wrong do- no wrongdoing. Killing babies, no wrongdoing. It's just experimental stuff. It's just, uh, so yeah, that's basically the gist of that. I just don't understand why doctors are giving Viagra. I mean, that is definitely an off-prescription use. Yeah. Right? It's just using it well, for it was, something else. Wasn't it developed as like a... a- a blood it's like a blood flow medication or something like that it was to it's to blood pressure that's what i meant yeah it's to help age your blood well, pressure yeah maybe something like that yeah well used to, they used to give blood thinners to kill rodents and stuff didn't they yeah and then they saw all the rodents fucking and they're like oh <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe we can use this to our advantage mm. um no so um i'm gonna go on to my actual prepared material which i can't actually find yes um, there's been an Egyptian sarcophagus that's been dug up. <laughs> right. Right. You know, you, you hear about this? Yeah, Maybe. you hear about this? Uh, it's been discovered. It was opened and they found bones in it surrounded with a dark brown liquid. 
Ace. Um, social media got involved and uh, trying to guess what it is. The most common guess is that the liquid is sewage, which has seeped into the, the sarcophagus over the last two millennia. Yeah. But um, people are still, you know, petitioning for stuff. Um, there's a petition on there to get people to drink the juice. A petition? <laughs> <laughs> so if it gets enough signatures, like... Government will have to... <laughs> <laughs> And again, these people want to drink the sewage remains of ancient Egyptians. Um, no. No. <laughs> Just no. But I, I like the uh, the energy behind it. Yeah. Um, I mean, let the, people do whatever the fuck they want to do, but like... Yeah, if they want to drink sewage, let them go for it. I yeah. Mean, There's nothing stopping you doing that in your own home, though. Why do you have to go to Egypt? Yeah, this is like finely aged oak. Oh, sewage this is it's like those people who like oh you can find honey in 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 ancient tombs and it's it's like five thousand years old and it's still fine it's like so what <laughs> yeah, honey right. in the supermarket that's it. like three days old and that's fine too <laughs> well the, the petition's founder who goes by inez muk uh wrote <laughs> <laughs> just came up it's in yeah ins mck inez 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 muk uh, we need oh. to, he, he retweeted, we need to drink the red liquid, it's brown, from the cursed dark sarcophagus in the form of some sort of carbonated energy drink. Let's drink the cursed liquid. <laughs> well, he wants it in an energy drink, you know, Fair bubbles. Enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in an energy drink so that we can assume its powers and finally die. <laughs> need to finally drink this so we can all die okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> whatever you say mate uh the petition already has more than five thousand signatures and people can't stop speculating as to what the juice could be it's sewage as well as what might happen if they were to drink it you'll get sick yeah i think if we put it mildly <laughs> red bull it gives you diarrhea yeah. <laughs> red bull it's tooting common <laughs> Um, there's been loads of ideas of what's going to happen if you do drink it, like you'll ascend into some kind <laughs> of nether realm, all this kind of shit. Uh, but, um, you'd be glad to hear that he did end it on a cheerful note. This is in his muck. Um, <laughs> uh, thanking everyone that so far signed the petition. He tweeted, I'm so glad to see others back in the petition and sharing in my mission to rapidly bring about the end of all things. <laughs> Just thank you to everybody. <laughs> the end of all things. Five thousand signatures. He's, 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 a, he's, he's definitely a wordsmith. He's definitely a leader. He's gonna, he's gonna get this done rapidly. As well. Rapidly bring about the end of all things. Oh, Make me laugh. Um, elsewhere. So we'll see what I guess what happens with that. There'll be yeah. some kind of news report about someone's Thousands broken knee. dead. <laughs> <laughs> Rapidly. End of world coming. <laughs> Thanks, Inizmuk. <laughs> uh, elsewhere in the world, in London, um, a giant statue of Jeff Goldblum appeared. Um, <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> Somebody drank the fluid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. He's arrived. Uh, he's 7.6 metres tall. I am the end of all things. 
Ah. <laughs> life, life finds a way. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a massive seven point six meter statue of Jeff Goldblum um, in a pose that he made famous in Jurassic Park, um, which I think is the usual Jeff the Goldblum crush down video uh, on the video table image. with the shirt open. Yeah, yeah, being like fucking dinosaurs or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, Sky's subscription service Now TV installed the temporary Jurassic Jeff statue <laughs> on the south bank of the Thames <laughs> to promote a, probably the new Jurassic Park film. Maybe, that was ages I think ago. it's like the probably like an anniversary of Jurassic Park, but it's kind of like okay, Sky. Yeah. Whatever. What is this got to do with you? you? Want to do? I guess. I approve, but why? Yeah. What are you trying to say? We're trying to remind people about Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Okay. Right. Fair enough. To remind people about Jurassic Park. Is yeah. Jeff Goldblum not enough to remind us about Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's not dead. <laughs> well, I guess you know if the choice between suddenly erecting a massive giant T Rex, yeah, is probably like more problematic. <laughs> seeing as like what the other week we're talking about people getting scared by statues of bears, bears yeah yeah i think they probably get on a scared t-rex about... in the middle of london <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> snuck into london as well yeah like under <laughs> darkness we're sneaking this t-rex in. but clever there's, girl there's that walking with dinosaurs show isn't there yeah yeah oh no yeah Did, no, dinosaurs they're not they got feathers you know yeah, I know. It's not how they depict them in the real thing. The world's changed now. Yeah. No leathery scales. They're all chickens. <laughs> Giant. <laughs> the hay fever, the allergies must have been rife. That's yeah. why there was no humans there. All dead because of chicken allergies or whatever it was. <laughs> Giant feathers. Giant pollen. <laughs> <laughs> Even uh, bigger bees. Bigger bees. Yeah. yeah, it'd be giant bees. Like blimps. <laughs> bee limps. I, I know where it's come from. I, I like that. I like big a, bees. Yeah, like but I like, really like a big bee. <laughs> just, just like bumblebees because they're already like clumsy and pretty dim. But like just one of those, just like casually bumping into your window. <laughs> <laughs> a seven point six meter. <laughs> yeah, bumblebee. Just bum. <laughs> <laughs> they go pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, but not if they're that big. No? Probably not. All right. <laughs> I'll go with that. Yeah, because birds are bigger than bees, and they're all really slow. <laughs> yeah, but planes are bigger than birds. Yeah, they go at 700 they miles go, an hour. Do they? Well, no. No, the Concorde did. That was like the sound barrier thing, wasn't it? You're digging yourself a bigger hole. Am I? I don't know, in terms of airspeed <laughs> velocity. Yeah. You don't know shit. 700 miles an hour is a sound barrier, and that's why the Concorde is famous, because it could break the sound barrier. Why? 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 Just why? why? <laughs> You've got, you got to have that number just pop in your head one day. Like, I, wonder what, um, I wonder what the sound barrier is. <laughs> I just know a bit about Quickly Concorde. <laughs> well, it's a defunct travel method of travel, isn't it? Yeah, because it's too expensive. Anymore. Yeah, they just axed it, and you're like, well... I'm not going to let that memory die. <laughs> I'm going to make it gonna live on through Why Steve. does knowledge have to die? <laughs> <laughs> what if it's useless knowledge? I'm just like, I don't know. I guess because knowledge is now so... You can just Google it and find out immediately. Yeah. It just seems weird that you've decided to keep it in your head. I mean, decide to keep it. It's yeah, just... on some level. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, just, yeah, if I need to know, you know, I'm building a shed. What's the sound barrier? Yeah, 700 miles. <laughs> All right, cool. Don't, nobody move faster than 700 miles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's some kind of health and safety fact. Yeah. <laughs> right, everyone, there's a fire. Go down the stairs. Don't go greater than 700 miles an hour. Yeah. Sound barrier. Uh, of course, panic. So just take your time. <laughs> <laughs> just let the giant, just follow the pace of the giant bees. Yeah. <laughs> um elsewhere in the world again uh we've had a few of these and they, they're all they're always kind of funny but the, the story's kind of the same but i can't like it anyway right a woman's been mauled by a lion after entering its enclosure to pose for photographs <laughs> <laughs> so many there's so many of these to happen I, every... it, it needs to keep happening <laughs> it just needs to carry on forever but you just would have thought, i guess it's because it's on a global scale like yeah, so well, you say there's one a month. You can't. You can't tell everyone. You can't get this information to everyone that they <laughs> the should lions stand. Are dangerous. <laughs> you shouldn't stand next to a lion. I mean, if it's a tourist attraction, there is a feeling that. I mean, yeah, I think this was a tourist attraction. This isn't what like to broke into the zoo or something like that. Yeah, Olga Solomina, forty-six or Solomina, is thought to have been attacked by an animal during a visit to Taigan Safari Park in Crimea in the Ukraine. Mm. <laughs> uh, tourists dreamed of travelling to Africa instead settled for a trip to the Ukraine <laughs> fair enough uh, which offers a walk with the lions experience for £72 so there is a level of trust I guess like I went to Tunisia and there were baby tigers and it was encouraged oh go play with the baby tigers mm. and it was a bit strange but yeah. it was like okay they're docile seemingly fine okay yeah could have easily gone wrong still the baby ones and everything. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, still animals. Yeah. I mean, they've probably been declawed and whatever, yeah. all that kind of stuff. But still, yeah, I didn't know the guy. <laughs> Don't no. trust this man. So it was just, oh, I'll just go in. Plus, and they can just they can just turn on you, even if they like you. Yeah, they can like play that, with you and kill you. Who's that grizzly man guy? Is it? Is, it's a film called Grizzly Man or something mm. like that, isn't it? Oh, and it yeah, was like a documentary, the, yeah. and he li- and he lived with the bears, and they were perfectly fine with him. Like he lived with them since they were cubs and everything. And then one day they just turned on him and 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 mauled him and killed him and ate him. Yeah, like and they they knew him well. It's like, hey Jeff, <laughs> yeah, he had good references. Yeah, you know, he worked with the company for a number of years. Yeah, but just he just pissed off Barbara one day. Yeah, yeah. Every so. day he'd ask us if we were going to eat him, and we'd say no. But today he didn't ask us, so you yeah. know. Yeah, technically, yeah. no, wasn't a sexual assault. No, so we're fine. No, 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 no it's fine. All above board. Um, I like. I, I you get those videos as well of like, um, oh, here's a here's a lion that was raised by this guy and reunited with his trainer at, at yeah, 10 years yeah. later and here's what happened and like and you just see the lion just charging towards this mm. guy and it's just like the guy feels perfectly safe and nothing happened like the lion like jumped up yeah. and like gave a big lion hug or whatever the fuck but it's like fuck off if this <laughs> like if there's a lion charging down the hill i'm not going to bank on it remembering my name like well that's the thing it's a, it's a definitely an incredible thing to see yeah but you just go maybe you the tourist Shouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> because the assumption is everything's fine. Yeah. You are not educated I'm going to reenact that video that we saw. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go charge at that line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, it's, it, yeah, it could be incredible, but the chances are very low. So just be responsible about yeah. it. So, and again, like, I get the, I, I get that 
Maybe this is just social media, but I get that you want a photo, a good photo, an interesting photo about how well-rounded you are. <laughs> but like, like, don't st- here I am without a face. Here I am with both arms before it happened. <laughs> like, but I get that they, you want to have like your interesting thing. Yeah, but just is it not enough to have an, your own picture of a lion to be like this is the lion I took a picture of? Yeah. Not like, this is the lion, you know, with my head and its jaws. It's like, okay, mate, but, you know, yeah. just chill. Maybe, you're, I mean, she was she 36? 46, so, like, still quite grown up and <sighs> expected to do stuff. But anyway. So she got kids? Uh, I'm not baffles sure. Me, cause it's just like, oh, great, so there's more of those people. Well, if she did, I imagine she would take them with her. <laughs> Into <maybe>. the enclosure. <laughs> <laughs> Moments after a photograph of her was snapped, crouching next to the docile lion, oh, the predator God. clamped its jaw in her arm and began to drag her away. Yeah. Uh, she was only saved when the director of the safari, safari park was able to chase the big cat away. So a guy went, oh! She's still alive? Yeah, she's still alive. Oh, it wasn't that bad. It dragged her like a doll. It was only seconds, but obviously to her it felt like it was the end. Well, so yeah. she said goodbye to life in that drag. Uh, she escaped with minor injuries to her arm and has since been discharged from hospital. But this is what I kind of, this is kind of the whole thing. It's like, you know, don't be stupid. Don't take a silly risks. Like, of course that makes sense that that happened if you did that. Yeah. So just don't do those things. Maybe you don't need to do it. But the zoo director, Mr. Zubkov said there had not <laughs> been a similar incident in seven years. Uh, the park had been operating the tour. No one else got mauled. No. Uh, he claimed Miss Solomina had broken security rules. Oh, she's a risk because she was drunk. And at the time of the incident, and had offered to pay her medical bills after she demanded compensation. Unfortunately, I don't know a Ukrainian accent. Unfortunately, the woman, in my opinion, was drunk, he told Russian newspapers. See, I find it weird, because I immediately give someone a pass if they're drunk to do stupid things. It's like, oh, okay, fair enough, they were drunk. But when you actually think... That's the thing, when you actually think about it, it's just like, oh, I do stupid things when I'm drunk. But, like, not stupid things that put me in immense amounts of danger... (laughs) <laughs> like yeah. I might I might do a weird dance like that's the height of it it's yeah. not like fucking it's it's not suddenly all safety goes out the window it's not like you're hallucinating and you're out of your mind mm. like you still you've still got your facilities they're just your faculties they're just heightened in different ways that's all you can't blame it on booze you're a fucking idiot yeah well it's again it's putting yourself in that situation in an in a vulnerable state anyway yeah it's the, you know, there's a whole thing about people feel too safe and yeah. you know, people feel too entitled that everything's going to go their way and everything's going to be fine. Mm. But it's just, well, like, I understand. This is the thing. I understand you want a cool photo, but and some what there's all these viral videos of people trying to do something amazing and it going wrong. Yeah, like this guy held up a book and his girlfriend shot through the book on his chest and he was like, "See, it stopped the bu- stopped the bullet in the Bible. It didn't. Oh. Now he's dead." Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, well, yeah, if that's what you want to do. Go for it, but the risks are pretty real. Yeah, <laughs> if you're going to go mess about with lions, so yeah, just figure out what it is you want out of life. What do you want out of life more? To see your grandchildren, to see your children, or to see more of life? Yeah, or to have a picture of you before you got killed by a lion. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> whichever, whichever you like to do. Um, there was a yeah. The, the, these other ones are a bit not as not as silly, but just kind of a bit interesting, I guess. There's a I think he's like a news presenter. Like his wife passed away, so he's making. Oh, a I thing think I read about, something about, about this. Funerals. Yeah, yeah. Um, he says he doesn't want to give a eulogy at his wife's funeral, and has asked friends and former colleagues to wear black if you don't mind. And he goes, "It's unfair on children to insist that a funeral should mean rejoicing in a life now past." 
like the whole thing about celebrating life. That's what the funeral is about. So everyone should have a really good time. Yeah. Um, and he's basically saying that maybe he says maybe grown-ups can handle the cognitive dissonance required in celebrating a life rather than being all morbid. But I don't know if children can. I don't think he's wrong about that. No, but then it's yeah. I mean, it's it's just an it's an interesting change of it's events. It's just a to each your own kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah, um, it's just a weird societal you know evolution, I guess, mm. in the kind of how stuff has changed. Uh, he said, "There's nothing funky about turning death into a fashion parade and a free for all of self realization." And it can inhibit the necessary catharsis of the grieving process. Mm. And again, yeah, I think some people, everyone grieves in their own way. But yeah, there is a feeling of you shouldn't, people shouldn't be sad anymore. And it's like, no, you should be sad. You should experience emotions on all ends of the spectrum. But, you know, you need to go to dark places to deal with dark emotions. You don't need to always be happy-go-lucky wearing a flower shirt or anything like that. Yeah. Um, according to a YouGov poll published in 2016, wearing black is now only seen as a requirement at funerals by about 20% of people. Really? Well, it's a poll, you know, but like, yeah, that seems low to me because it seems yeah. it is tradition to wear black. Uh, but then it goes, among those polls, 45% think wearing other colours are fine as long as they're dark and somber. So I say like 45% of people want dark like dark mm. purples, dark blues, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and while twenty nine percent believe any color is appropriate to wear for a funeral, well, there's obviously things you can wear that are inappropriate for anything. Yeah. You know, if you had a picture, if you had a picture of the corpse on your chest, that's inappropriate. Yeah. Doesn't matter what color it is. To be honest, I don't think it's anyone else's place to say what's appropriate for a funeral. Like they, they can say what's appropriate for their funeral. Mm. Um, but really it's up to no one else except uh, partially the dead but again they're dead um, mm. and mo- mostly the, the, most, the, the bereaved like the yeah because I mean yeah there was, there was and it's the emotions flying high kind of situation anyway mm. so if you're going there to try and make some kind of statement you're probably making it in the wrong place yeah because you yeah who are you trying to convince the grieving yeah <laughs> they're not going to take they're not going to fight that much I guess mm. <laughs> just leave them alone um, apparently around 54% of people want their funeral to be a celebration of their life and me it's like... <laughs> me <laughs> well like I, you see I kind of get it but I think it really does depend on context I mean yeah. if you've got kids then yeah when you die you might want your kids to remember you fondly at your funeral mm. but understand that they might not be in a good mood so, yeah. like, there's going to be an element of a bit of here and there and a bit of something else. And, yes, the overall message should be, well, they were a great person. Let's remember them fondly. But you also have to be like, yeah, but you also have to deal with your emotions on in, in some level. Maybe there is some overlap in that. I've experienced stuff like that where, like, yeah, you find, you find yourself laughing your way through tragedy. And that kind of does kind of help. Mm. But to try, <laughs> how, do you, how do you enforce a celebration? You know, go around as punching people who are crying. You know. <laughs> what are you this? You know, trying to, that could be the overall idea of the funeral. Yeah, but it's not the focus, and it's like just let people go through it in their own ways and try and figure it out together. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Professor Douglas Davies, director of Durham University Centre for Death. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry, death and life. All right. He's got death his He's right. <laughs> <laughs> Says, it's not known whether wearing black rather than colourful clothing can help the grieving process. 
Well, it depends who you, you are. Div. <laughs> no, but, oh, yeah, I wore a black shirt, so you know everything's yeah, I feel so top. much better. Everything's great. But he said a cultural agreement on the emotion at an event would be helpful. So, like saying people were going to get have a have a laugh or we're going to cry or whatever, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um, elsewhere, uh, I don't understand this, but I know there's a small minority of people, well, a, a demographic of people, but it kind of stretches onto anything else. Was the Queen sending coded messages to Donald Trump via her brooches yesterday? Yes, she was. What? She was sending secret messages to the public about her opinion on the President of the United States through her bracelets, <sighs> which she's famous for doing. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> on the first day of President Trump's visit, she wore a brooch given to her as a mark of friendship by President Obama. Ooh. Ooh. By the end of the trip, it was Queen's brooches three, Trump zero. Oh my god! Okay, is this all reading too much internet into it? Yes. Well, it is known that the Queen does choose her brooches according to the theme of the day, such as the love knot brooch she wore to William and Kate's wedding. And let's never forget the exciting time last year when, to open Parliament, she wore a hat. So exciting! <laughs> so excited! She wore a I'm hat excited. that resembled excited? the EU flag. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, she's an old woman who's wearing... Like, one, maybe she doesn't pick out her own clothes. She's the Queen. Yeah. And two, maybe like other people are trying to say things. And would I be offended if she wore this a brooch is... that I didn't buy her? This is no. why I hate English students. Because I'm just like, where are you reading this from? Like, yeah, they... was the, what is, what's your intention? Is my, it's always my yeah. thing. It's like, okay, I understand your anger. But what do you want to do with it? What's, what, 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 where, what, what's the solution here? Um, and lastly for me, um, the civil service made an eye-popping error after accidentally publishing a satirical poster encouraging parents to shoot their children if they suspect <laughs> if they suspect that they have contracted rabies. <laughs> so there was like a uh, like a satirical poster about a futuristic world where the government, like what was it, nineteen sixty-eight or whatever it is, the book. Nineteen eighty-four. Nineteen eighty-four. Yeah. Um, where it's like, yeah, post-culture and, oh, now the government has changed and, the post, yeah, whatever, post-something culture. Post-modern? Whereas, I don't know, something post-nuclear, post-tragedy, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Steampunk kind of futuristic whatever. Oh, right, okay. And it's like, oh, yeah, the government's collapsed and now they're killing all the third-borns or that kind of environment. Not like post-apocalyptic or... <clears throat> Maybe, something like that. Anyway, yeah, the type of thing where the government has too much control. I think it's like 1984. Yeah. Um, so there was a poster about, like, if like you see your children... in the future. Dystopian, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Um, yeah, if you see, if you think your children have got rabies, just shoot them. That's not the poster. And it's, like, yeah. presented in a governmental way. The government thought that they made it back in, like, the <laughs> 70s. <laughs> So put it in, um, it was the government's own publication about the history of government communications. <laughs> so, they... <laughs> so there's a few things, because one, there were legitimately really fucked up government ideas that were like, when I did, I did um, apprenticeship for like the gas company and they were showed, we went through asbestos and like, yeah, the government wanted to sell asbestos cigarettes and here are some adverts for asbestos cigarettes. Wow. Here are adverts for asbestos spacesuits to protect you from the nuclear war designed for babies. <laughs> and you're like, there's, there's so much asbestos stuff. I don't know, asbestos coffee. Just, the, the, you get like, what? Like, going back into it now. So it makes sense that this isn't completely out of place. 
But yeah. it's also, you know, potentially just a fan of whatever that show was, just slipped it in to make that kind of link between the real world and their favourite TV show or their favourite book series. Yes. <laughs> just to try and make it merge and say, it really happened. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's me. Yeah. Oh. Um, so, uh, seagulls are getting drunk on leftover booze and throwing up on firefighters. <laughs> leftover booze. Leftover booze. Um, seagulls may be getting drunk on leftover alcohol left on southwest beaches, and when firefighters were called to rescue one seagull, it was reeking of beer after it fell off a roof. Um, <laughs> was, was too drunk to fly, and then promptly threw up all over them. Um... <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, mate. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> they wouldn't feel like they were falling. They just feel like they were flying. Oh, yeah, it's normal. Yeah, but... Uh, one theory is that uh, early morning scavenger gulls find half-drunk plastic cups left lying on the ground by revellers the night before, uh, but the RSPCA is not convinced that, that, that this is the cause. A crew of six firefighters were called by the RSPCA to rescue one seagull behaving erratically in uh, the West Country. When, uh, when they arrived, the bird had already fallen off the roof and was sitting, <laughs> shaking its head. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm never drinking again. <laughs> Uh, Gull was taken back to the RSPCA HQ at West Hatch um, in Somerset, where staff said there'd already been three others all waiting for release. Firefighter watch manager Virgil Turner was called by Lyme Regis with his team and said when we arrived, uh, he had already fallen off the roof. He was sitting, shaking (laughs) his head, and then he tried to fly and nearly hit me in the face. Uh, (laughs) I caught him and he threw up all over me. And it reeked of beer. Uh, the goal was taken to the RSPCA HQ um, uh, and uh, put uh, with the three others in a drunk tank, waiting to sober up for release. <laughs> Imagine waking up in a drug tank with five seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. All right, fair enough. This is my life now. Yeah, the missus is going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was initially thought the gulls had been scavenging and found half-drunk plastic cups left uh, laying on the ground for the night before, but uh, a spokesman from the RSPCA um, said uh, they almost certainly ruled out this theory because uh, the drunks... The, the drunks are... The, the, ah, that the seagulls are drunk on leftover alcohol as the birds had been regurgitating a pulpy brown substance. He did said, it come from a sarcophagus? Ah. Ah, flying to Egypt for the, spring break. The end of all things. <laughs> it all starts with a vomiting seagull. He said they're getting in such a state that they're almost unconscious. People have been taken to, them, to the vet who has thought they're on their way out, so some of them have been put to sleep. <laughs> you're all you're on the verge of being unconscious. Let's just let's just speed this up. Yeah. Um. He added, I'm almost positive that it's not that they're drinking beer left on beaches, as they've all eaten a substance that they've brought back up. Our suspicion is that it's a byproduct of the brewing process, as they seem to have all eaten the same thing. So they're thinking it's like some waste coming from a brewery. And all the seagulls. There isn't beer. There isn't beer. But like maybe yeah. like fermented. Well, like right. They've got to throw all the grains and shit away, haven't they? Like all the pulp and shit at the bottom of the barrel. 
Yeah. Maybe that maybe. shit. Okay. So they're trying to brew their own beer, and that's what's making them sick. <laughs> <laughs> the goals are getting together well, to take on Heineken. Right, yeah. Now, now put it in Dave's stomach. <laughs> now, Dave, don't try and fly. Fall off a roof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you can, just get a pinch. Just a pinch of fireman. Yeah. And yeah. then I think we'll be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But don't forget to churn it with your head. <laughs> um, last year, scores of seagulls were seen congregating in Brighton across roads, caring little about the cars hurtling towards them. They were all also spotted stomping around the grounds in parks, hoping to tuck into their favourite snacks. And this was in reference to flying ants. Okay. Apparently, birds can get f- drunk off flying ants. <laughs> Because they, fair enough. The, the flying ants have emit this weird kind of like pheromone to find other, other ants, ants or queens or something like that. But it's vaguely alcoholic, and <laughs> and they all the ants take off at the same time of year, like yeah. fucking millions of oh, them. Oh yeah, yeah. And the birds all go mental and eat them all, and then the birds have been getting drunk off it. <laughs> it is insane. Like I, used to, I lived through a few ant infestation flying swarms yeah and like yeah it's it's like a fog like, it's really intense <laughs> weird was this what, didn't eat any in the- <laughs> but, well not intentionally no but yeah it's in london yeah jesus but the outskirts of london yeah yeah you know, anywhere ants are i guess yeah which is everywhere never understood it's not a different species of ant but it's not like the butterfly effect of ant is it no but it's just become flying well it's all the queens isn't it like they isn't it all the queens maybe they get they all the all the females they they grow wings at some point when once they've hatched out the eggs and then they fuck off to form new nests oh maybe yeah i think the new wave of feminism (laughs) in the animals yeah Yeah. Um, yeah fair enough yeah uh, a Nigerian healer died after attempting to demonstrate the efficiency of his bulletproof charm. <laughs> yeah. It's a necklace or something, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> See? It's fine. Bang! <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, Chinaka Aduaze, uh, who was 26 years old, died when he told one of his clients to shoot him in, a t- in an attempt to test his charms. So this is the Bible thing again. Yeah. Like, oh, well, it's fine. not going for YouTube hits. <laughs> it's going for... <laughs> Um, Might work. <laughs> <laughs> a young man had gone to the healer to prepare uh, bulletproof charms with him, which the native doctor did. Um, to prove the efficiency of the new charms, he positioned and handed over a gun to his customer before tragedy struck. Police in Nigeria's IMO state have arrested the client, according to the BBC, which reported that charms are popular in Nigeria, where traditional healers are consulted for cures for various ailments, like bullets. (laughs) Gunpowder and metal. Ancient bullets. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Even police seem to trust bulletproof charms more than their armour. Early this year, another article reported that several policemen admitted to having more confidence in being protected the traditional way. Um, meaning that some officers were wearing a charm under their bulletproof vest. Yeah, yeah. So you won't wear it instead of your vest. Why <laughs> is that? Well, like you, no, what? Let's see, I, I, I agree with the effect of stuff like charms and that just on your brain, just yeah. in terms of your They're frame like of a mind. Placebo kind yeah, of like if you feel like you're protected, then you feel you're, calmer. You're not going to be as ca- panicky yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So I can understand that it works. Obviously, no, I don't think it's going to work through a bullet, but yeah. it might mean you're less. You're less 
nervous, so you're less a in less yeah. a situation to get damaged like that. Yeah. So yeah, wear it under your bulletproof vest, but still wear your vest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is not the first incident of supposedly bulletproof products failing as a function. Um, failing to function as planned in Nigeria. According to the BBC, authorities arrested a traditional medicine seller in January after his bullet-repelling liquid failed to work. Um, (laughs) And a man was fatally shot while thinking bullets wouldn't harm him. Uh, In 2003, a Nigerian healer in the Banu state was killed after instructing a client to verify that a traditional charm would protect against bullets. The client fatally shot the healer in the head. Mm. Why would you... Why head first? (laughs) Um, well, if it was going to work, it was going to work, wouldn't it? I, mean, <laughs> I suppose, yeah, now or never. Um, yeah, stand up for what you believe in. <laughs> yeah. There have been several reports of people being killed after testing bulletproof charms and medicines promoted by healers. Uh, similar incidents have also previously occurred in other African countries after local healers or doctors uh, profess that they can perform supernatural feats. Uh, in 2001, BBC reported that a Ghanaian man died after testing whether he was invincible to bullets. A local witch doctor had given the man a mixture of herbs and said that rubbing the blend into his body would make him bulletproof. Mm. Um, after the incident, angry locals attacked the witch doctor, also known as the Juju Man, um, but a village elder saved him. And uh, it just tags this on the end. Last March, a man in the Philippines was cut with a machete following a controversial claim from a local cult called Iron King um, that such practice granted followers bulletproof powers. Uh, some members of... someone with a machete. Yeah. <laughs> yeah fair enough. Some members of the group, which has nearly 100 devotees, described the ritual as painful and terrifying. Both <laughs> <laughs> to sum it up in a few words. Um, yeah, I'd probably use those words. Painful and terrifying. Not pointless. <laughs> <laughs> Was that, they say that spiders' webs are bulletproof. Or spider silk is bulletproof. It's Unlike just, a mass so scale. Yeah. So if it was... If it was woven, it was, then it's meant to be bulletproof. But right, it could just okay. be one of those urban Isn't bullets. this like one of those things where they say, well, like, oh, if an ant was the size of a person, he could pick up a car? Yeah, it probably could. Potentially. But it's, <laughs> but it's not the case, though. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's that whole, like, in terms of scale yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, like, spider webs are ridiculously strong. The fact that yeah. you can... You can walk through them as something that weighs billions of times more than it, mm. and it, and you don't completely destroy it. Yeah, like, yeah. it remains in shape, just stuck to your face or to whatever part of your body it was on. Yeah. The fact that it's so tensile, you can walk for a couple of feet before it even pulls off the wall. Like, it, it yeah. must it's be very, strong. very, very strong. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what they were looking at for at some point to try and make that, because that's apparently bulletproof if done properly. <laughs> so just have that as bulletproof spider spider silk. Yeah, yeah. Here's a charm for you. <laughs> Rub some spider webs on you and yeah. you'll be fine. Take this tarantula. <laughs> um, that's the last one I've got. Uh, a New South Wales man was, has been jailed for having sex with a horse. Um, uh, told the police that the horse gave him consent by winking at him. <laughs> <laughs> he winked! He winked! Like <laughs> <laughs> a... Cheeky, cheeky one night stay. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, a Grafton horse trainer said the filly, which I think is, is that like a maybe like a male horse of some kind? Yeah, maybe could be. It sounds female. It sounds feminine to me, but mm. I don't know. Says the filly uh, was left traumatized after Daniel Raymond, uh, Daniel Raymond Webb Jackson, 
31, committed two sexual acts with the horse uh, when he broke into the stables. Uh, the trainer said that he and his staff suspected disturbances and at the stables a month before and installed CCTV cameras as a security measure. We suspect this horse has been fucked before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, when the cameras triggered an alarm on the evening of uh, January 22nd, a trainer saw Webb Jackson opening a number of stables and called the police. During the police interviews, Webb Jackson admitted to committing two sexual acts with a horse. He told the police the filly smelt his crotch and winked at him, which he <laughs> believed was the animal giving consent. <laughs> yeah, well, you would, I guess. Fair <laughs> yeah. enough. Uh, if, you're, if you're in the frame of mind, like... You don't really need much, do you? That's how you get consent from everyone. <laughs> Just get them to well, sniff you your crotch. She smelled my crotch. She she winced. That's kind of a wink. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think that means that's yeah yeah. I completely abide. <laughs> um... The filly went from being quiet to just being highly strung. She changed in 24 hours and we had to put her in the paddock to get her head right. Um, in her judgment, Magistrate Karen Stafford said the two sexual acts, allowing the horse to fillet Webb Jackson, which <laughs> is a ballsy move. Yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, and digitally penetrating the horse, which I'd think about for a second, but right, that's yeah, just yeah. with your fingers. Um, amounted to acts of cruelty. He was jailed for 10 months um, and fined $700. (laughs) $700. For ruining this horse. It's so weird that somebody at some point had to come up with the, how much should we charge someone for fingering (laughs) a horse? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, about $700 should do it. All right, then. Fair enough. Dealt with. Move on. Uh, People's stuff is always... Always fascinating. Yeah. It's always so strange because it must be there for some reason. As in, there must be a reason. What, the... That, that, that like, some the life beast... experiences have added up to that's their thing about fucking yeah, a bestiality horse. thing. Yeah, because if you go like, I don't think it's a that physical attraction to the animal. It's like some kind of mental satisfaction that they're getting from yeah. somewhere they've never gotten from anywhere else. Yeah, but really it's no different than those people that fall in love with bridges and want to fuck cars. Like it's Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. I don't think it's that's one but I don't think these things are like usually physical. It's a psychological thing, isn't it? It's just so, like yeah, it's just like I don't know, if you'd never um yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, there's some weird brain chemical reaction going on that they can only channel yeah through that way, I guess. And you should say each to their own, but if it, not if it's your horse, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's, it spooks the horse, and yeah, to, you know, it's traumatic in some way, yeah. But can you fuck a wild animal? You can try. I I'm not asking for myself <laughs> like legally. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's fuck always a stray dog. Well, it's it's always um, it's always from the perspective of people fucking like farm animals or just someone's pet or a yeah. horse or whatever d- yeah. stuff that people own. Like, but does does a wild animal have a right to not be fucked? <laughs> <laughs> well, does a wild man have a right to a pension? No. <laughs> I guess if they're outside of society, then I guess the yeah. the society's rules. Got... No, because then you can't. Yeah, it's a weird line. You can't drop a bomb in the ocean. No, because whales. Yeah. So. Yeah, I imagine there's some kind of... I don't think bestiality is like a geographical um, <laughs> crime. I no. think it's just like, no, you you did this, so therefore 
society says no. Yeah. Under all circumstances. Yeah. So just no, you can't do that. No. Yeah. But then you never hear about romance between between well between animals themselves and between people and animals. Yeah. But. Well, I guess if animals aren't capable of romance, then it kind of ends it right there, doesn't it? I mean, there's never going to be a case of that. There's never going to be a case of a woman falling in love with a duck, and that duck reciprocating, yeah, giving yeah. that love back. It's just never going to happen. No. So it's always going to be some kind of primitive sexual thing, and yeah, it should be. I guess society just goes like, no, we don't accept that. Yeah. All no, right, in fairness, enough. you can be charged with cruelty to wild animals. Yeah. Like if you're if you're hunting in cruel ways and stuff as well, so like yeah, I imagine it falls under that. Yeah. Did you did you did you blow up the whale that was on the beach? Yes, <laughs> but you fisted him first. Yeah, and that's out of line. So you can't do that. You can detonate them. Yeah. You can't fist them. Because <laughs> then, yeah, it becomes a whole different thing. Don't detonate the... the whales, man. <laughs> Because, yeah, it obviously becomes, it's obviously like worse when it's like, oh, it's a chicken and it's being penetrated. You're like, well, yeah. that's obviously a bad thing because of the scale of the things. But then does it change when the person penetrating is much smaller than the animal? Yeah. It becomes all weird and different. It's almost and like a what challenge. It seems to work. Yeah. But really, it's just seen as a mental disorder that needs to be gotten rid of. Yeah. So it's just a culling of that mental disorder. The thing I find weird is that, like, I always imagined. I didn't always imagine. I imagine just now. Yeah. Because if I always did, I'd be weird. That mm. if you fuck a horse, like, and the horse, <laughs> the horse doesn't want to be fucked. Yeah, it would kill you. Yeah. <laughs> it would, it, it would fucking destroy you. Mm. The fact that they can say that like, oh, the horse fellated him against its will. Yeah. It's a horse. Weird terminology. Horse well. doesn't do things against <laughs> its will. <laughs> Well, you know, animals get spooked and territorial and defensive, I yeah. guess, and docile and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think it's it's not about the yeah, it's not about the dangerous effect or the cruelty of the effect. It's the weird um, mental practice that the government just wants to get rid of. Yeah. Same reason why the Powerpuff Girls are just kind of being watched. <laughs> like, was it <laughs> My Little Ponies? Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with liking My Little Ponies unless you're 40, male, and I like them a bit too much. Yeah. Then it becomes like the world goes like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These need to be stopped. Yeah. And there's this weird kind of... Bronies. Yeah. Well, it's just strange because it's not... Yeah, it's not usually the evil that people get disturbed by because mm. the evil seems like so far disconnected that you're like, well, that's just, that's just wrong. But if it's like something that's creepy... Yeah, and something that's creepy is something that you can relate to quite well, I guess. Not you, but like that's what creepy <laughs> is is you go like I wouldn't like that to happen to me. Yeah, it's like I wouldn't like me to be killed. Six it's million that kind times of by the indescribable Nazis. kind of nth factor where yeah. you're just like I don't know what it is, but that freaks me the fuck out. It just yeah. makes me shiver. I've, I've spoken about this before about there's loads of this kind of stuff, and it's just designed societally. Like uh, a dog foaming at the mouth yeah. is probably an example of like people. Society sees that as dangerous and don't deal with it. You know, stay away from it. Yeah. Um, but it's just a kind of thing to be like, let's just have some basic rules 
so that the, on average, like it's put, it could be absolutely fine. But if you yeah. see it, just fuck off. Yeah, Ugh. don't deal with that. And Colin, so don't many... fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's the whole thing about you know, yeah, people not wanting to indulge in different things, like what? Yeah, that whole the whole shame thing about uh, walking around without the right clothes on. Mm. There's that whole thing again, trying to protect from predators or trying to up to, to to keep a kind of social image intact yeah so people just don't want the social image to be bestiality i guess even if you know yeah i don't, I don't know i don't know anywhere that celebrates bestiality no no enough for me to notice. surely if there was it would bring on the end of all things yeah it would you'd, you'd lock those three people in an egyptian sarcophagus <laughs> and hope that nobody drinks you in the future <laughs> little does the world know that the bestiality crimson juice it's yeah. coming back to bring about, not the end of all things, but the beginning of all the things that people have been doing anyway, probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm going to keep on rambling because I think there's going to be some kind of finish point. Right. Because I thought, I keep, keep trying to find one, but bestiality is a hard note to finish on. <laughs> For more episodes, the second they leave our disgusting workstations, head over to www.pullingteeth.audio and remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or TuneIn, maybe all three. Ratings and comments would be nice as well. If you've got any questions or comments, find us on Twitter at PullingTeethPod. For anything more extensive or of a private or personal nature, or if you've got some kind of moral objection to social media, you can drop us an email at podcast at pullingteeth.audio. For more from me, head to stevemilligan.net and find us both on Twitter at singitsteve and at nicksnip. This has been Pulling Teeth. See you next week. Mm-hmm.